My favorite movie with her uh, that she was in was Ghost. Uh, conceivably one of the best movies of the late 80s, early 90s, whatever year it came out. I just love that movie. I couldn't, still to this day can't believe they didn't do some type of sequel with another version of someone who died wrongfully and comes back as a ghost and so forth. Uh, but she's bad. Then you got Joy Bahar, who, I, again, I mentioned this the other day. I really don't know how she made it in life. Uh, they said she was a comedian back in the 70s and 80s. She's like 70 or something years old. She looks great. She's got the greatest red hair I've ever seen in anybody. That includes Lucille Ball, but very hateful. And then you got Sonny Houston or Houston. And she's the type, and you always got to worry about people that when they when they talk, they're not looking at, they're just looking straight ahead. They got a big ass cup of coffee in their hand, and they, they, or their eyes are not looking at the person that they're responding to. They're just looking straight ahead. I, I in my experience, when people do that, and if you watch the show, and I know many of you don't, and many of you ask me why I watch the show. Look, I have this little show on here that I'm doing right now called the Live at Five Show. And if you want the litmus test of, of liberalism in America, particularly from the voices of liberal women, and granted, there's two of them on there that are allegedly Republicans. That's not the case at all. You've got to watch that show. When they espouse hatred towards America, and they're always out there. They had Kamala on yesterday saying that they're fearful for, for America uh, because of you-know-who might be president again. So when Sonny looks, for, looks straight ahead, and she's always last with a response. And then she says, can I get my word in finally, please? Thank you. And everyone has to back down because you know why and we, we understand. And they just let her do say whatever she wants to say. But inevitably, uh, uh, slavery comes up. Jim Crow comes up. Donald Trump comes up. Uh, the, the word Nazi comes up. Hitler, whatever. And it's just, it just amazes me how a better percentage of America... Mostly white women watch this show and can't wait for these five bimbos uh, talk bad about uh, white conservatives, particularly men. But anyway, that's why I watch this show. And, uh, and once I get the computer going, which apparently it has just uh, compromised with me, it's accepted my, my request, I'll play you some of the segments from that. Let's go to the phones right now. Hi, you're in the air. Well, I thought I'd give you a, a little different spin on the weather. You hear a lot of people complain about all the snow and all, and yes, it's snowing quite, uh, you know, quite hard. A lot of high intensity, high snowfall rate. But you got to look at the good side of things too. We could have some really high winds blowing all the snow all over the place and creating six, seven, eight foot high drifts. Yeah, that's this weekend. We could ha- <laughs> no. and, well, but but it's not snowing this weekend. No, I know. So I'm kidding. I'm kidding about- you. I'm, I'm talking about today, right? Today, right. you know. Uh, and the other thing we don't have is uh, frigid temperatures. It's like it's like 28 degrees outside right now with no wind. Right. At least at least within the city limits, there's no wind. If you get outside, there's going to be some wind. But but, it, but it's not intense wind. No, no it's not. And uh, with the, with the relatively mild temperatures, uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful snowfall. It's Snowtown, USA. It's winter, uh, and uh, deal with it and uh, it's it's it, it, what's the word i'm looking for um accept it um, uh move on embra- uh, embrace, embrace, embrace embrace it, it. right right yeah. right no you're okay. absolutely right keep thank you the, keep up the good work yeah. thank you for being so uh, optimistic about things i agree with them I, it doesn't really bother me the wind bothered me a lot more last week that was worse hi you're in the air yeah uh glenn yeah. Uh, this Salute. is one that i've been on my mind for a while Uh-oh. uh oh People watching, I watch people a lot, I guess. But we got a city 
mayor. Yeah. Our new city mayor, right? Mm-hmm. When she talks, she cannot look at the camera or look who she's out without blinking profusely. And she never stops blinking. And mm-hmm. You know what that means, don't you? Oh, wait a minute. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, you're saying that our, our mayor, uh, Sarah Campo, Campo Pierce, blinks when she talks? What's wrong with that? Because what's what's not wrong with it? Why can't she just look? She never stops blinking. It's just like a shutter on a camera. Holy jeez. And I've noticed people that do that are usually telling lies while they're talking. Oh, well. That's all. Right. Just, just, just watch her sometime. It's, it's comical. Hmm. She'll, she'll start saying something, and them, them eyelashes just a flutter nonstop. Hmm. So it's just something to look for, okay? No, I will. I'll look for that, uh, Louis. Yeah, okay. All okay, right. Thank God, you, thanks. my friend. Thank you. That's uh, Louis with some observations for today. Michael Caine, uh, well-known British actor, always speaks like this. I don't understand. Well, that's the bad Michael Caine. But he does this segment. You can look it up on YouTube. And it was Howard Stern that brought it up years ago when he did his movie back in 1997 called Private Parts. And they asked him, he said, well, how did you get prepared? And he asked Howard Stern, how did you get prepared for this movie? He said, well, I'll tell you, Dave, you know how Stern is on the Howard back in the day when Dave Letterman actually was funny and when Late Night was funny. And for that matter, when Howard Stern was funny. And he says, I watched this video on uh, what not to do or how to act by Michael Caine. And uh, I happened to call it up not that long ago. And it's fascinating because it, it is true in terms of acting. Um, you, you, when you blink, at, at least according to Michael Caine, and I've noticed this in other scenes with other actors over the years, that when you blink, you kind of lose your credibility. And it's a distraction. And what Michael Caine is saying, when you're talking to someone, you make sure that you don't blink. You don't blink at all. And they also, he also came up with this over-the-shoulder camera, like when you're looking at someone and there's an over-the-shoulder camera from, from behind that person that you're talking to, make sure you're looking at the, at the eye closest to the camera as opposed to the eye to the, on the other side of his nose, away from the camera. And it does make a dynamic difference. Look that video up when you get a chance. So anyway, Louie, I don't know that blinking means that you're fibbing. It might mean that sh- that uh, our mayor has contact issues. It might just be just watch uh, how she speaks when she speaks to her family members when she's clearly not lying or fibbing. So I don't know. It, I, I have to question that. But needless to say, uh, Louis is very, very observant. I'm looking at myself. I am actually wearing a short sleeve shirt today. And the reason why I do that on a day like today, it's simple. When I When I shovel in the morning to get out of the driveway... I sweat profusely. Um, so I remember there was a time about eight, nine years ago, I got out there in a, in a snowstorm like this, and I was absolutely so drenched from, from sweating, from, from shoveling, that I just took my shirt off. I just was out there like a crazy football fan at a football game with a big S on my, on my chest or something. Uh, and I, but so now when I purposely, instead of wearing a, a nice long sleeve you know, dress shirt, I just threw on a short sleeve shirt. Just makes more sense. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just had to reveal that because I looked down at my monitor here and I, and I saw that. All right. So seven five five twelve forty. What I'm going to do is I'm going to open up the phone lines now. If you have anything on your mind, it's a solo Thursday. Uh, no one is calling in, and uh, I won't have any guests here. I don't think for a while, other than of course our usual Wednesday call with Attorney Joe, Joe Stanley, which we did yesterday. So let's make the best of it. We already got somebody on the line right now. Let's see who this is. Hi, you're on the air. Dallas, I know you're there. Is there anybody out there? Is Chris somebody? All right, Chris, you there? 
Let's try it again. Chris, you there? All right. Came up, Chris, on the... Uh, I do have a display here. By the way, uh, Jeff was talking to the, uh, the hang-up guy today during the hotline show. Jeff doesn't know that. I've told him that over the years, even before I left, that that's the hotline guy. Uh, check that. That's the, that's the hang-up guy. And what's annoying is that he calls in, and he's one of those guys that brings up a topic, and then Jeff wants to interject his side. Oh, yeah, that happened to me. But he keeps on talking about his uh, traffic ticket he got at JCPenney. Never trust anyone who just never listens to you and continues on with their story and only their story. I know a lot of people like that. Trust me. Hi, you're in the air. Danny Francis. Yeah, this is not Chris, but my not son's so... name is Chris, but he's in Buffalo. That's all right. It's Danny Francis. <laughs> you're a little tirade there with the, the view panel. Yes. Yeah. And you said something, you texted something to me yesterday, too, about my tirade on the hotline show. Yeah, you did, because it's, it's, it's wearing kind of thin, Glenn, because uh, you, you must have mentioned the word white, 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 white 20 times, and everybody's against white, 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 white. And I thought, that's getting a little stale. Um, well, okay, in your words, maybe, but uh, well, yeah, no, you just the list. I think the listening audience, uh, you, you kind of keep tying everything to against the whites, and I say I'm as white as you are. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, I don't see it that way. Well, of there course may, not. There may be some some isolated incidences of black and white and brown and what have you, Asians, non-Asians, and other other ethnicities, uh, ethnicities uh, of, of people with their little uh, woes and what have you. But I think. You make it sound like us poor white people, we're just really getting abused and all this. No, no, no we're not. Well, um, there are people, we are subjected to uh, reverse, what they refer to as reverse racism, Danny, but we're not supposed to look at it that way. Because, and I, let me interject here because you, 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 made your, you made your point, I get it. But, you know, it, we, just like Israel, uh, we are supposed to be subjected to this type of tyranny. And in the case of Israel on October 7th, literally violence, including murder, almost to the point where get over it. You've had it too good. You, you own the world. You, you're white. And you know what? You have it coming to you. I don't accept that, Danny. That's all I, I can say. Either. I don't either. Uh, well, but then why is it happening? Well, because if ever, you know, every, every nation and practically every person in the Middle East, uh, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, all of the other countries, they will not admit it uh, openly. But historically speaking, they've all been against the Jews. Period. Uh, well, I know that's that's been going on for four thousand years. That's been going on since Moses when I got to uh, the Ten Commandments. Yes, okay. but uh, but I'll I'll, I'll go a step further than that. I'll say today people don't keep it within the historic context. They're not looking at it that way. They're looking, and I've said this before. I'll say it again and again. People might say it's 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 a wrong assessment. But the reason why Israel uh, is getting so much scrutiny is because Israel, uh, you know, the, the typical American Jewish person with Hebrew persuasion is has European DNA. They're white people, Danny. I understand and, that. And, and, so they, they, they feel like it's okay to get, and then, and I hate it. I, I shouldn't say hate it, but I dislike it when you get, you know, members of this, this, the, the Jewish faith that say, oh, no, I'm not white. I'm just, no. You, you, if someone digs up your body 3,000 years from now, they're going to say, oh, that person was, uh, had DNA from a, a European, uh, that was a white person. They're not going to say that you were trans. They're not going to say you were gay. They're going to say you were white. And that, and that is the reason why they've been subjected to tyranny for, for at least in the in the modern sense not under Hitler that was a different thing altogether but today and the reason why I say this is because the average schmuck 
in America has no clue, that doesn't have as, as well a, a good grasp of history like you do, Danny. They just know that it's it, white people are bad. So that's why. So well, if I you're going to say that I shouldn't talk that way, I object to that because I should talk that way because not enough of us people, bad grammar, are sticking up for ourselves. So I am. That was my whole point. Uh, it just makes us look like us white people, we're just so abused and we're so, you know, whatever. That's not true. But I wanted to shift one gear, then I'll leave it, I'll leave it at this. What, what is your position, and you cited uh, Vice President Harris a little while ago, and she said that she was very worried. She's not the only one. There's some very classy people that are worried about a second Trump uh, uh, administration. Let me ask you, have you read the 900-page document that was written by the Heritage Foundation called Project 2025? And you know the answer to that, uh, Danny. And are you going to tell me that you read a 900-page document or book of any sort? Did you read it? Yes. You read every page? Well, yeah. I'm a pretty fast reader. But anyway, I just asked you, what is your position on Project 2025 if he wins to do during his, quote, second term? Uh, Or any other Republican president in the White House? What's my opinion? Well, I'm sorry. Who am I? Tommy Lasorda? I mean, what, 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 what's the question again? What's, is, is, well, what I, is your view of Project 2025, the 900-page document that's uh, been written specifically for Donald Trump if he gets a second term or any other Republican who uh, wins the White House? Well, without knowing, I, I don't want to... And to implement it during their first 180 days, and that's when Mr. Trump said a few days ago, yeah. no, I wouldn't be a dictator except... It's just on day one. Right. Well, he said that over a month That's ago. But that, yeah. yeah. So what is your view of that project 2025? Well, without knowing it as much as you do, obviously, I would say that it has to be a better improvement of, of how we're operating right now. That, that's that's got that's got to be said, and and the main thrust of this 900-page uh, document, Danny, hopefully includes a plan to to at least address the migrant issue and the open border uh, uh, policy that the current administration seems to really love and blame on the Republicans because they're not giving up uh, enough money or support behind well, let it. Let me just give you just three elements that's in there that, that just struck me when I read it: the privatization of the STA, Transportation Security Administration. The weakening of protections against foreign election interference, that's a key word, weakening the protections against foreign election interference, and a reduction of visas for, quote, international students. Yeah, that, that sounds like a plan for, to me, Janie. It does? Yes, it does. And as far as uh, outside interference... You know, we're a nation of immigrants, Glenn. Yeah, I know, and we always I, hear that I, argument. I, wanna, I, I should, should, should say we're mostly... A nation of immigrants that are here legally. Yeah, okay. but but Danny, let me ask. Let me let me challenge you. Uh, does it seem odd that ninety percent of the people coming over the border are men within the age group of say eighteen to thirty-four? No, I don't. I don't subscribe to that, and I don't like it one bit. I, I think there's there's two ways to come to the United States, in my view, with the exception of maybe somebody with a valid uh, political. Uh, Asylum. A fear. Refugee, yes. But it's to come in through the front door with proper paper. Right, of course. But, that, but Danny, you answered your own question. That's not happening. Your, your administration doesn't even agree with you. Well, I, I, it's, not, it's just my, not, quote, my administration. This has been going on for a number of years now since Ronald Reagan was there. You remember his famous quote? Uh, uh, tear down this wall. Uh, uh, no, no, that, that was that was a different. One. He made a he made a quote. I don't have it word for word in front of me, but I, I'll remember here in a minute. He made a quote when he signed a bill in 1986. I want to think. Okay, whatever. Uh, whatever he said, uh, amnesty for 
people that was here illegally. Yeah. He said I would even I would even consider those that's been here for a long time illegally, but 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 survive very well. I would even exempt them. Something along. Yeah, well, kind of like what we were going to do with the dreamers, you know, yeah. and the people that were already here, and you know, like they can't be. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, but but Danny, it's apples and oranges. We we brought in in excess of over three million people last year alone. Uh, it, it, there's no doubt about it. I, I agree. Yeah. So this 900-page document hopefully addresses that uh, on the Republican side. And just like you said very well, by the way, that, yes, on the first day, he would be, in a, in a sense, kind of like a, a dictator and shut down the uh, uh, the border. And now everyone's calling him Adolf Hitler as, as a result well, of that. He tried that before, but he, was, he, he, he got out, got carried away because of the taking the children away from their parents. Yeah, yeah, right. No, that was that was how it was re- that was how yeah, it was interpreted by your people who run the media and all of that that same stuff was going on under Barack Obama and no one no one no one uh, framed it that way. So that's there lies the difference. This is why you guys have a a stacked deck. Not only do you have the Senate, you have the executive, you don't have the judicial, and you want that desperately, but you got the media, you got big tech, and all of that combined helps you to, even if you lose the White House, which I don't think you will, you still are in control of the message, and that's all that matters to you, to, uh, to, the, to the Democrats. You always say it's my party. It is. It's your party. And, Danny, you are a perfect representative of the Liberal Party. Maybe I am. I've been a Democrat my whole life. I've voted for over 60 years. And you've evolved into more liberal as you, as your party has. Has. Just a simple re- retort, and I'll, and I'll go. Your side doesn't want anything that gross. I'm sorry. Say that again. Your side doesn't want anything that gross. <laughs> that gross? I don't. don't. You what? You're willing to put a man with 91 indictments and four? Yeah. No. No. But remember, yeah, again. You frame you frame it that way because that's how you you guys have created this mess. By the way, Danny, let me ask the question. You, you got you got the you got the Fulton County uh, Attorney General down there. Uh, and she's all jumping up and down, just like Letitia James was showing up each and every day at the trial. I don't know if she's showing up the new one with that bimbo from the department store, who happens to know my friend Liz, by the way. Uh, but what, what say you about these allegations against a woman that wants to reveal that Donald Trump, once again, should go to jail, should not be our president, he should not be on the ballot, and then they discover that she's got a boyfriend in the system that she's been paying handsomely 16 times more than the average prosecutor, flying all over the place, and then she goes to the first First Baptist church she can get into, which she can, and then, of course, use the race card and the sex card. What, what say you about her and the allegations against this bimbo? First of all, two things. Yeah. She's divorced and he's divorced, so they're neither, not, neither married. Now. All right. Okay, fine. All right. And, 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 and as far as the fact that he wasn't qualified and he was no, being paid exorbitantly more than the other people, somehow or other you're going to justify that and say, nope, no problem whatsoever. No, no, Donald no, no, Trump has 91 indictments. He should go to jail. That's okay. how it all comes down to. The second last part, her 30-minute her speech at the church, she outlined that of his qualifications, and it's pretty impressive. Pretty doggone impressive. That's why she hired him. It wasn't because he, she was, you know, something on the side dish with him, all right? <laughs> but yeah, well, no, I, I read a completely different description of his qualifications, and they weren't very impressive. I thought they were. You well, of course, Danny, because of that, again, you see, you see the world through rose-colored well, I read, glasses. I see the world. I read, I read what she said, and, and the qualifications that that guy had his prosecution prosecution background was pretty doggone impressive. Uh, well, um, why is he being paid six, 16 times more th- higher than the others? And why is she flying all over the country with this guy on taxpayers' money? Well, that, 
they had, that was, if she paid him money and he, he was paying for the plane tickets to California. Right, but because she was, why not? He's, she's giving him a salary he doesn't deserve. He had no experience. Danny, come on. What are we doing here? This is just one example of how you guys have created this whole mess to begin with. And then we, we discovered that this woman down in the early 90s said that at one point she probably loved the fact that she was getting attention from Donald Trump, who, by the way, back in the early 90s in New York City, uh, was just coming out of hardship himself because of the the fall, the crash of the stock market in October 19, 1987. So, but he, he apparently, uh, she says that he cornered her into a dressing room. Uh, if there, anything happened, more than likely it was consenting. And then years later, nothing's happened to her life. She's all dried up. She's living in Connecticut, and she says, "Well, you know what? I'm gonna throw that guy into the bus because my life sucks." And, and so, sure enough, now they're in trial, and they wouldn't even let him go to his mother-in-law's funeral as a result of it. One clarification on that. You may be right on what she said about this and that and that, but you know what his statement was overall, don't you? What's that? I have never met the woman. Right. I don't know who she is. Yeah, he's so met a lot of people in his life. <laughs> so so it's okay to do it if you don't know it. You can go, you know, whatever. Anyway, Glenn, I, think, I think I've talked too long. Uh, that's all right. No, well, it's good I because I, I, I love hearing all the stuff that, that never adds up. and It adds to the show, that's for sure. I think there's going to be some nuclear blasts following me, so I'll just... No, uh, no, that's all right. I'll put, I'll put my helmet and flag jacket on the standby. Okay? All right, there you go. There you go. I, I enjoy talking to you. All right, thank you very much. That's uh, Danny Francis. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn, there's, there's only one reason why they're scared. Why is that? Why your caller and the rest of the Democratic libs are scared is because if he's elected, they will lose complete power, and they don't want to lose power. That's mm-hmm. what they're scared of. And he says, do you want a president that has been indicted? Almost every single president that we've ever had has been indicted. I, uh, I don't remember him up in arms when, uh, when Clinton was uh, having sex in the White House and and doing all that other stuff, nobody ever really said anything. He got, uh, he stayed as president no matter what they said. Well, the Senate the let, allowed thing. that. Yeah. They, he keeps bringing that up. Do you want a president that's been indicted? That's been their plan all along. Sure, yeah. They've been doing it since he became president. Mm-hmm. And it's got worse because they're running scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now, the Democratic Party is running scared because they see the the people that are going to vote for him and uh if they lose you know the democrats they they do not want to lose power no who does and i think i think that president trump's going to be reelected again interesting okay fair enough i hope you i hope you're right my friend and that's uh something they force him in prison oh yeah yeah unless unless he goes to jail just like (laughs) you said they have created this whole scenario with President Trump. They created it. And remember what I always said, uh, 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 a good offense is a defense. Mm-hmm. And this is it. They, they started, and it's daily for the last four or five years. They have pounded this man and his family, trying to convince everybody mm-hmm. that he's a bad man. Right, right. And they he's will Hitler. not say yes. This country was better three years ago, right. 100% better right. than what they have created. Right. They are destroying this country, mm-hmm. and if they get four more years, people, hang on to your hat. Yeah. Because we aren't going to have much of anything. And even your caller doesn't 
say that it's a bad deal at the border, just like Kamala. Right. What a fool she is. Mm-hmm. Right. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you very much. And, and bear in mind, our caller earlier, Danny, he, he, he lives well. You know, he's, he's, he's a veteran of the, of the U.S. Marines, two-time tour, maybe three times over there in Vietnam, has a family. You know, got, like my mom would say, he's got a couple of bucks. Um, you know, in, in his pocket, in his bank account. So, you know, he could afford to, like, you know, say, hey, you know what? The uh, the, the country's fine. And, and meanwhile, there's people considerably younger than Danny and myself, for that matter, on both sides of the political coin who are saying it's not. So uh, the majority of people that want the status quo want Joe Biden to remain in president. They have nothing to lose. They might lose a little bit on their 401k, this, that, the other thing. Yeah, the cost of uh, eggs and bread is higher, gas. But you know what? You've lived your life. Ah, whatever. Like Frank Pantangeline. Uh, so, you know, and, and when you consistently see people on the street, uh, and recorded, of course, on social media, it's typically the upper class, middle to upper class white person who's got nothing, no worries in the world, enough in the bank, still gets Social Security. And by the way, God bless you all for having that. Really, I mean that because you might need it one day. You might have a stroke and you have to wear a diaper and you have to you know, live in assisted living for like $15,000 a month. You're going to need that money when, when, when that day happens. And they're going to extend your life another five unnecessary years. And then all that money is going to be gone. And all your kids that were born in the 70s and 80s said, geez, if only mom died about five years early, we might be able to pay off our house. But the Biden administration and interest rates and inflation and whatnot, it's just getting worse and worse. And yet, and this is what I've been telling people. The whites are still, and I'm sorry, Danny, for bringing this up, but white America is still the majority. But when you dissect things, when you go, you know, with, uh, with the minorities on top of minority, this, that, and the other thing, Asians, you know, Pakistanis, all, all collectively together, and then... You, we've created another minority, and that's gay America, and that you take a lot of you know white America, and you, all of a sudden, you, you, uh, you, if you see a scale of justice, they're like you know you you're weighing one side or the other. All of a sudden, we're outnumbered, and that's all they want. So by bringing in three million illegals last year, just waltzing their way over the Rio Grande into Texas, if you could just capsize Texas, and within four, eight, maybe twelve years, whichever how long it takes. If you could just make that a blue state in the next three cycles, you'll never have to worry about the White House again. You'll always have California. You'll always have New York. You'll always have Illinois. You lost Texas, Florida. Okay. But now you've gained Arizona. You've gained Nevada because all these other people that have been moving from blue states because they can't afford it anymore have moved over to other states. And therefore, they've capsized those states. They've gotten to the point where being a Republican— especially being a, 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 conserv- a Christian conservative in America, is passe. And that's the plan. It's as simple as that. And when you see guys like Joe, uh, what's his name? Uh, Morning Joe there from Florida. Used to be a conservative. Used to be a, a Republican congressman from the panhandle of Florida. Boy, him and, uh, and Zika, Mika, claiming that if somehow the Donald Trump becomes president of the United States, We'll have a dictator on our hand. It'll be just just exactly what Hitler did. It's like, God, if these guys could just open up a history book and figure out how wrong they actually are. But it doesn't matter because the the, the willful ignorance in America, they, they just hear that. Oh, yeah, Donald Trump's bad. What about the cost of a gallon of gas? Doesn't matter. I don't want a dictator in, the, in, the, in, the, in, in power. I'm voting for the other guy. I saw, I saw a segment 
on social media, I've seen, it's popped up a couple of times. My algorithms, if I can only reset it, I, I probably wouldn't be as anxious as I am right now. But this guy was on a roundtable uh, discussion. Older guy, just kind of how I described earlier. Someone who's had a decent life, worked at a company maybe 30, 35 years, has a pension, has Social Security, has a couple of bucks in the bank. God bless you. And they said, who are you voting for? I says, I, I, I don't care. He says, I don't care if Joe Biden is dead. I'm still voting for him if Donald Trump is the alternative. That's the sentiment. That's how, you know, it doesn't matter how good his policies were. If anyone saw Jamie Dimon, I'm going to call that up after this commercial break, which I've been delaying for way too long. But Jamie Dimon, Queens native, by the way, uh, heads up uh, J.P. Morgan Banking, one of the most powerful guys in the, in the world. Uh, he said it very, very well yesterday. And I'll, I'll bring that up. And he explains why MAGA people need more respect. It's not going to happen. But when it comes from a guy like Jamie Dimon, then people start listening to that. And it was, it was broadcast all over the networks yesterday. We'll have that called up right after this. We'll be back. Don't go away. Hey there, Northern New York. Get ready for a ride of a lifetime with FX Caprera, your trusted car dealership for 50 incredible years. It's Frankie Caprera. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you, have, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done quite and, you know, the it. Democrats have done a pretty Yeah, so there you have it. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's just a member of the, the commercial years ago, EF, when E.F. Hutton speaks, uh, people listen. When Jamie Dimon talks, people listen to this guy. And hopefully that will set at least, I mean, you know, the, the Joy Behars, the Joy Reeds of the world will just look at a Jamie Dimon. It's just a privileged white guy. That, uh, you know, it's just it's talking out of his ass. But in reality, this guy knows a lot more, than, certainly, than I do, than the average person. And he's just being very reasonable here. Instead of just, you know, declaring that any time Trump says something stupid, and that's, that's what everyone seems to, especially on the left, they always say, well, if a guy goes into a grocery store in Buffalo, New York, and shoots people, African Americans, he's like everybody else. He's a, he's a MAGA person. There's millions of them out there. They put the face of evil on all of us. It's so easy for them to do. Joey Bahar yesterday said that there's some new legislation coming up. And, and eight uh, Republican governors don't want to pass it. And therefore, young children are going to starve to death as a result of it. Once she says something as, as, as idiotic as that, as, as if these Republican governors, uh, nine governors, want to you know, starve children to death, it does, which is completely untrue. But the fact is, once she says it, that's all she has to do. She sets off in motion, just like Diamond said here. It's one or the other, evil versus good. And they, there's no compromise because if, if once you continuously start hitting people over the head by claiming Donald Trump is a dictator, he's, he's, he's Adolf Hitler, no one's going to listen to reason at all. We are so divided. It's incredible. And, and I wish I could call up Kamala Harris and her comments yesterday. But uh, she was pretty much doing the same thing. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Dealing with the snow? Yes. What do you got? Like we've, like we've never had snow up here before. Right. Uh, now a couple of quick things. Uh, I got to go. I, if you're going to talk that. After, after speaking about this, that, and the other thing, then I got to slow down at your pace. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And I know that guy, and it's just not going to happen. <laughs> Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. I just right at the top here. I just wanted to invite everybody in your listening audience, right. and in Watertown, to our Respect Life Prayer Vigil. 
Monday night Very nice. in front of uh, City Hall. And a life rate of Watertown's putting it on. Now, back to your previous topic. Yes. Um, I'm glad you played uh, Jim, Jamie, Jamie Diamond. Diamond. Yep. And also, I, Michael Schwartz was such a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. As, as everybody on the left obsesses about what properties Trump had and how much money he allegedly defrauded the government or the banks and indictments they're indictments they're not convictions right and uh, distractions nobody nobody's talking about dr fauci and his testimony behind closed doors where he you know oh i just don't remember oh Mm -hmm. i I just don't remember i guess you didn't pay me enough right they kept (laughs) us in the dark on that yeah and they he, he he knew it was it came from the laboratory. Oh, well, yeah, maybe social distancing. So yeah. we have, they mm-hmm. have a lot of bad, bad things, mm-hmm. including our former governor and our, our governor right now. Sure. Uh, I, 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 I just could explode. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I, I know. I, I, and with, the, the, with the attention that, you know, the Joe and Mika's give, you know, oh, yeah, well, Joe Biden, he's great. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. Oh, he's so vibrant. You he's know? FDR. He, he, go, he stays up after 7 o'clock, you know. And, <laughs> now, yeah. now, we, know, we, can see, we can see what it is because they did the same thing when Trump got in. Mm-hmm. They trashed General Flynn. There was uh, somebody from Buffalo. He, he was on Fox you know, Fox News, Michael Caputo, they destroyed him. Mm-hmm. They, it's, it's, it's always search and destroy. Right. Start with the little guys mm-hmm. at the edge, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, we'll get you out of the way. Right. You know, our, lo- our, our poor local people that, you know, they had to go through their lawfare. And, and it's, all, it's, it's, it's by design. Mm-hmm. And we got your Chuck Schumers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oh, we got all the 19 agencies to go after you. Right. And also we have... Oh, well, you reaped a whirlwind, Gossett, Gossett. I, I can't, I, I, it just... No, I, I know, I know what you're I saying. I just go nuts, yeah. you know, so I'm, I'm glad that you keep it alive, and thank you so much. No, oh, I appreciate it. And by the way, one more time on the vigil. It's Monday night in front of City Hall. What time? Um, six o'clock. Six o'clock. And refreshments at St. Pat's afterwards. Oh, that's awesome. Fantastic. Okay. At the Catholic right, Church. thank you, Glenn. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for the right, call. bye-bye. Awesome. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn, yes. why'd you hang up on me? Clark? Because you just get to the point. Yeah, I know you're going to have some level of sarcasm asking me about the weather and being sarcastic when I'm talking about something completely different. Don't you get that? Hey, why don't you just fucking let Oh, God. Sorry. This is why Jim's going to say we need a delay. All right, let's see what we got here. Hi, you're in the air. What's going on, Glenn? It's, um, it's Tim, the Enchanter. What's going on, Tim? Hey, uh, I just wanted to uh, call in and uh, say I want to uh, vote for the dictator. Yes, the dictator. I think we need a dictator to undo the dictator that's in there, okay? Right. I mean, this guy sat down. Uh, how many things in a stroke of a pen did he change? Yeah, apparently I was listening to Hannity earlier, and you know he's still doing executive orders. I don't even, I don't even know what he's doing. Uh, he barely stays up. We, uh, there was three days no one saw him. Of course, the defense uh, the, uh, secretary, uh, Austin, was sick for four or five days before the president or anyone even knew it. Um, 
but but Tim, you know this. You you know you don't even see, but you can. Cl- and you made that comment today very well, by the way, during the hotline show. You're blind, but you can see through the the, the, the forest or something or other that this guy is just a puppet. Barack Obama, just like uh, uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, who, by the way, is coming into town next week, uh, and she'll be here on the show. She said it. The, of no, no president has ever remained in, uh, as a resident in any which way or form in Washington, D.C., other than Barack Obama. And that's for a reason, because they were going to get the White House back, that, thanks to COVID, thanks to uh, Anthony Fauci, and he's been pulling the strings. And now, uh, Tim... It seems more and more that vicious rumor that we heard from Roger Stone, the guy with the weird-shaped head, uh, is becoming clearer and more concise in that Michelle Obama, you know who she is, is now suggesting or, you know, l- you know is talking about being a candidate uh, uh, for the presidency. So it, it's— it's well, That's o- the only hope that they have. Well, right? they have that's Oprah. They got Gavin Newsom. Um, well, yeah. They but, got Joe uh, Biden because he's, you know, he's convenient. Um, and, and but m- m- their their other hope is there's a lot of hope for them by the way and this is why I keep saying this they have Mark Zuckerberg they got they got the Google uh, they got uh, uh, Silicon Valley uh, they they have Hollywood uh, they they have everything they have the Senate on their side they don't repeat they don't have the Supreme Court on their side of right now it's teetering of course with respects to uh, the House of Representatives, but states like New York are changing the the census so they can shift all of that in their favor. They're trying so desperately, and needless to say, like I said earlier, once Texas becomes blue, Tim, you and I are just screwed forever. That's all I can say. I don't know how many years I got left on this on this planet anyway, but I can't imagine well, it's going to be. Why, a, that's why you got to put all your chips into the table on this one with Trump, because he's the only one to drain the swamp reverse course of the history to get back to where America has to be again. You need a guy with strong backbone and just, he's just got to, just like his name, Trump everything. He's got to be a dictator. You got to have a dictator in there. I can't use that word. That's a bad word. Call him to be able to to beat all these guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to have somebody that is willing to fight every inch to these people. And that's, that's what, American people are not stupid. You will see America rise. Uh, up I don't know. But you know what, though, Tim? I, I agree with you to, to, to a certain extent, but I think the majority of Americans, and it's only going to get worse because we're seeing test scores and grades and aptitude tests, uh, particularly young people after COVID. America has never been as dumb as it is right now. It's, it hasn't. And, and, and by the way, if you ever saw the, the Civil War uh, piece by uh, Ken Burns years ago and how uh, soldiers on, on the, on the uh, wounded and, and dying of dysentery haven't eaten, uh, you know, uh, fighting the Civil War, are writing these beautiful letters to their wives, to their mothers, to their brothers, and they wrote so well. They wrote in a straight line. They wrote in cursive. Can you imagine if anyone had to describe their, their, you know, their, their plight right now on, on, on a piece of paper in a, in a battlefield? We couldn't do it. We just couldn't do it. We're well, just not as smart as we used to. Come on, give me an example. You, you're a creative guy. Give me an example. Go ahead. You just got out of, uh, you're, you're 18 years old. You're in the battlefield. You just came out of high school today. What would you write? Give me an example. Hey, yo, man. Yo. <laughs> let me. <laughs> well, you can answer that better than I can, Tim. Thank you very much. That's Tim. By the way, Tim is blind and knows the world better than most people. And you know what? Maybe that's that's a good thing. Maybe when you lose a sense like that, you become more, you know, 
more acute. And Tim knows his stuff. He really does. Let's see if this is Maniac again. Hi, you're in the air. How you doing, Glenn? What's happening? Real quick, you got uh, about 40 seconds. What are you thinking about this big uh, divisional game between Buffalo and the Kansas City Chiefs? Huh? Uh, well, first of all, I hope Buffalo wins. I, they will have the edge, but I will say this. Taylor Swift, repeat, Taylor Swift will not, repeat, not show up on Sunday at that game. That I can guarantee. You don't think so? I know so because, and people say, well, she's got, a, she's got an Asia tour. She's got to be prepared for that. No, because, it, because I think the, uh, the, uh, the Chiefs are going to lose. It's going to be in a, in a, in a, in a you know, it's not going to be in a glamorous city like New York or L.A. It's just, I'm sorry to put down Buffalo, but this is the way. And if everyone raves about Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, remember, Taylor Swift could care less about you and Buffalo or anything below her because she's an elitist. She will not repeat. She will not be there because they're going to lose the game. And if they lose the game with her, they're going to blame her for the loss. But I got to go, my friend. Thank you very much for the phone call. We're short on time, meaning I got to do the following in order to be, remain legal. AM 1240 WA10 Watertown makes us legal. Thanks for listening. We're going to be here once again tomorrow and up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Linda Kenyon. The Justice Department has released its report on the response to the Uvalde school shootings in 2022. Attorney General Merrick